Welcome, spooky friends, to another amazing episode of True Hauntings and Scary Stories. Welcome, How are you, Kat? I'm good, Cindy. How are you? I'm good also, doing all the spooky things. You guys might know I have a new job, and it's at a haunted place. What? My job is haunted. It's a thing. I can't tell you where I work or what I do because it's top secret, and then I'd have to kill you. But, yeah, it's haunted. By a little but boy. you can share stories of what happens. I can. I can do that. So that's a thing. But if I'm not on Facebook as much, you guys know why. It's because I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have some exciting news for us today. Yeah, what's that? We have not one, but two new patrons. We do. Yay! Yay! Welcome. Big shout out to Bethany. And Christina R, because we have many Christinas and Tinas. So Christina mm-hmm. R and Bethany, welcome. And you are officially true Hauntings rock stars. There you go. You're our favorite people. It's official. Sorry, all you other guys. <laughs> First, I have to tell you guys, I probably already mentioned it, but I'm going to tell you again. There's a GoFundMe that you guys need to check out and you're gonna freaking die because my grandmother's house that I've talked about now for almost two years on this show, the really haunted house that I practically grew up in, my family has started a GoFundMe to help not only pay it off the last little bit, but also repair it because it is in very much disrepair, bad, bad disrepair. So they're trying to save it. And I've got the link in the show notes. You guys go check it out because guess what? They released my nanny's book that she wrote about it. The title, her name, they released the address basically of the house. And all this time, I haven't been able to tell you those things because it's private residence, but it's released now. Go to the GoFundMe and check it out. You can see pictures of the house. You can find out where it is in St. Augustine, Florida. And it's all on the up and up. So go do it. And then while you're there, of course, you know, give them some money. Just saying. (laughs) Because the house is bad. I think they've got the picture of the window that shows that full-blown, like, person standing in the window. I think that picture is up there. But go, go check it out. You guys can finally see my grandmother's house, my nanny's house. We have a magician with us to get today, you guys. What? We have Micah the magician, and he's amazing, and you should definitely check out his stuff. But he's going to tell us about all these spooky theaters that he performs in. So how are you today, Micah? It is an honor to be here, Cindy and Kat. It's a pleasure to meet you both. And I, um, something about our disclaimer, if we find out where you work and then you kill us, we become ghosts and then do we come back on the podcast or, or how does that, is that called perpetuity or how does that work? Right. <laughs> Listen, I have caught a few EVPs while recording before. So technically you could come back and like be on the show again. I can't stop (laughs) you. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if you got to die, that's the way to go. Uh, At least as a celebrity with uh, 33,000 followers during the Halloween season. That's fantastic. Yeah. But honestly, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for letting me be here today. Oh, thank you for coming. Why don't you tell everybody about yourself and what you do and all that good stuff? 
Thank you. Yes, uh, I am Micah Cover, aka Micah the Magician, uh, which is also my website. And thank you for helping me plug that. And uh, I live in a town called Chatsworth, which is about 30 minutes away from the haunted Magic Castle in Hollywood. And I wouldn't be surprised if some of your followers and listeners are familiar with this place. It is the epicenter of magic in the world. And wow. um, yeah, in fact. Um, Starting tomorrow, they have China Week. So all the magicians are flown in from China, including the president of the Society of American Magicians, uh, a society that was created in part by Harry Houdini himself. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, yeah, and as you know, he, he was really into the seance world. And uh, it is considered to be one of the most haunted places in the world as well. And uh, I'll be uh, going to see President Chow perform and uh, as a member and a sometime performer whenever they let me um, yeah i've i've seen and heard some crazy things i don't know if it's the same as where you work um maybe not as haunted uh but may maybe we need more dead people i don't know but th there are ghost stories uh in that place wow that yeah. is craziness now i just have to ask because i i know a little bit about the magic castle but have you met neil patrick harris Ah, okay. <clears throat> Fun fact. I'm, cat I'm very glad. Yeah. Oh, we, ooh, we dropped that name. We'll pick that back up and put it in our <laughs> pocket where it belongs. Cat, I like the way you work. You should move out to Hollywood. Yes. Neil Patrick Harris was our president. So for, uh, I believe the tenure is like, the term is like two years. So for about two years, Neil Doogie Hauser was my boss. And <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you would appreciate this. They uh, perform seances. Houdini seances within the walls of the Magic Castle. And one day I attended this seance, had a blast. And as I was leaving, Neil Patrick Harris literally stopped me and said, what do you think about the seance? And Neil Patrick Harris literally wanted to know from me what I thought of the oh, seance. Cool. And he, he was literally a hands-on president. He was there almost every night. And I couldn't even tell you who the president is right now. But I do know Neil Patrick Harris. And he was there all the time. And he was great. And uh, next time, Kat, I'll tell him you said hello. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. I love yeah, that guy. he's great. <laughs> oh, he's, who doesn't? He, he's like weirdly talented. Yeah. And I'm not bitter. <laughs> yeah. You're basically yeah. famous because you talked to Neil Patrick Harris. So <laughs> right, I mean, I, I'll by proxy, but I will take it. Yes. Yeah. 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 I like yeah. it, and I like that Cat knew that. Well, so he does. He does magic all on his own, and he worked that into numerous episodes on How I Met Your Mother. Um, and then there was actually an episode of Tanked where they did where they build the fish tanks. And Neil Patrick Harris um, hired the guys that do that episode to make a fish tank for the Magic Castle. So, oh, wow! And it was Cat. You have done your homework because yeah, this <laughs> fish, this fish tank was of Harry Houdini in what he used to call the upside down. They would dunk him into this upside down fish tank in water, and then seal it. And then it would be up to him to escape from it. And during Neil Patrick Harris's tenure, we had that. And it was the coolest thing ever. And it broke my heart to uh, see it go. But yeah, you know what you're, what you're talking about. And Cindy, you'd appreciate this. When Neil Patrick Harris was on an episode of Glee, when he played the rival of the main teacher, he did magic in that episode as well. Oh, I want to say I saw that. I must not remember it. I didn't know oh, he was that Glee. into magic. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, now, 
Now, Micah, do you do escape routines? Funny you should ask, Kat. And again, you've done your homework. Um, I feel like I'm being stalked in a good way. <laughs> we um, may have yeah. stalked your website. I'm just I'm honored. <laughs> I'm so honored. Kat, thank you for asking. Um, every year. Oh, and uh, happy late Edgar Allan Poe Day to one and all. Someone else who's into the supernatural. I'm related to him. Are you serious? Yep. No, true story. I really am. My grandfather's she mother's maiden name was Poe. What? You're yes. Kidding me. Yeah, that's why I write such weird, freaky ass stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my blood. <laughs> that's so funny. You know, whenever I uh, read literary criticism of Edgar Allan Poe, they always use the two words "freaky ass," and I keep thinking, <laughs> is there an heir apparent to Edgar Allan Poe and his work? And now we know it's you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's so cool. There you go. I, that, I had no idea. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so, so anyway, Kat, to answer your question, uh, every year I put on a, uh, a charity event called the Night of the Raven, where variety artists and magicians come together and on stage they perform acts uh, produced and designed specifically to honor the work of Edgar Allan Poe. And um, yeah, and at the end, I have an actor named Duffy Hudson who uh, performs the telltale heart from memory from beginning to end in character as Edgar Allan Poe. So it's like you were attending one of his lectures or performances. Oh and then, my gosh. Yeah. And then we follow that with cat. Uh, I'm follow, finally answering your question, cat at the end. The finale is I escape from a straitjacket um, while reciting the Raven. And uh, yeah, so it's called the night of the Raven and we do it every year and we just did it this last November. And uh, yeah, thank you for asking. That is my escape routine. And that's kind of my tribute to Harry Houdini as well as Edgar Allan Poe. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. That's really freaking cool. Yeah. On your, on your website, I happen to see that you do something called haunted house calls. Yeah. And I am into it. I'm into it. <laughs> thank you. So you go to people's houses and your magic show that you do involves spirits. Yeah, I set everything up in their living room, um, and uh, I I personalize it. So whatever messages come from the other side come directly to them, including their name and that kind of thing. Uh, they wow. also, yeah, and they also make choices throughout the magic show where they are in control. And uh, it turns out that the spirits have been trying to communicate with them from the beginning. And I, I don't pretend that I am a, a full-blown medium. I, I'm, I'm guessing that you may have had actual professional mediums who do what I'll call, for lack of a better term, the real thing, where they mm -hmm. really do sit down and they, they uh, conduct a seance and they really do attempt to contact the other side. Now, I am a professional entertainer, so this is entertainment. But even during haunted house calls, there have been things that happened that took me by surprise, and, and you never know what wow. will happen. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but thank you for asking. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I approve of that one. Oh, okay. All right. the, the other <laughs> I approve stuff, of them all, but oh, okay. But you definitely approve of that one. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. sounds good. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> so, good. tell us, what is the most spooky thing that you've had happen at a theater while you were there? 
Yeah. Lay, lay it on us. We want the ghost stories, man. Fair enough. Um, the spookiest yes. of the spooky details. The, the mm-hmm. spookiest of the spooky. Okay, so, um, yeah, as, as you know, theaters in general are supposed to be very haunted. We have a lot in the Hollywood area, like the Pantages Theater. Uh, my, my story, Haunted House Calls, actually starts there. And uh, theaters, um, for various reasons, not unlike hotels, are supposed to be very mm-hmm. haunted. And the Magic Castle, where they let me perform whenever uh, whenever they let me, has several theaters inside and um, lots of ghost stories. And this is mine. So I was performing The Night of the Raven in the Magic Castle. And there was a... Uh, oh, and I, I don't know how they, how they light theater in, like, Ohio or Alabama, but... Uh, what they do in in LA is that they uh, drown you in darkness with one like light tree drilling into your corneas, hanging from the ceiling. So that yeah, okay. terrible. It is, but cat's <laughs> not cat's nodding her head. I think she knows what I'm talking about. I've I've done theater in high school, and then um, I help with our community theater. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. So cat knows what I'm talking about. So at, when you're on stage, if you look down to the floor and slowly bring your eyes up, it it's something like this: darkness, 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 darkness. I'm blind. Darkness, darkness, darkness. And so either way, you can't see. Maybe you'll see some, you know, uh, light trails, and that's about it. That's all you get. You can't see a thing. So I'm on stage uh, in the Magic Castle. And I am hosting the Night of the Raven, and I'm talking to the audience, but I can't see a thing. Now, meanwhile, and I found this out after the fact, there was a, another magician named Jules Lanier. And if any of your followers look him up, you'll find out pretty quickly who I'm talking about. He was a celebrity in the magic world, and he was known for two things. One, his copious uh, contribution to the art. He's all over the Magic Castle Library, and I've studied some of his stuff, and the guy was pretty brilliant. The second thing he was known for was that he would drive up to the Magic Castle and stand outside and smoke outside the Magic Castle and bitch about the magicians inside that he refused to come in and support. So he would just oh, stand wow. in front of the yeah, he would just stand in front of this wall and go, oh Matt, why am I even here? Oh, they're probably doing my tricks. They're probably ruining my tricks. I don't even know why I'm here. And then he would get back into his car, drive home, and then repeat the process the following night. And he would stand in the same spot night after night, and it became such a ritual that eventually a staff member drilled a plaque on the wall where he, <laughs> behind him, and it said Jules Lanier Smoking Lounge. And apparently he never knew it was there because he was too busy standing and bitching underneath this plaque that dedicated to him so anyway nice yeah so sounds like a great guy great guy yes definitely (laughs) yeah yeah typical performer so i'm i'm on i'm on stage doing the night of the raven while a friend of mine apparently and again i found this out after the fact approaches jules lanier her name is sarah and she says uh mr lanier there's a show inside you should check it out it's called The Night of the Raven. And apparently, again, I'm on stage. I don't know if this is happening, but apparently he said something I can't do. Night of the Raven? Isn't that a bird? Why, why, why would I see a show about a bird? I should talk to my parakeet at home. Go away. And she says, no, 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 no. It's a different kind of show. I think you'd like it. What do you mean I'd like it? What do you know about that? Get away from me. You don't know my life. And so they keep bickering and bickering until finally Sarah convinces this man to come inside to the magic castle and i remember while i'm standing on stage and again cat will back me up on this can't see a freaking thing but i hear two voices and one voice goes um excuse me uh, excuse me uh, excuse me uh, just want to have a seat excuse me and a second voice get out of my way i'm just trying to sit down i don't even know why i'm here and i now know who they were they were sarah and jules lanier 
And I, I remember seeing some inky shadows in the background shuffling around trying to find seats, but I now know who they were. Jules Lanier died just a few days later. And when I tell this story, people always say, wow, the Night of the Raven killed Jules Lanier. And I'm like, no, screw <laughs> you. It was his time. And I get to be that dick who gets to say things like, no, it was his time. It was the cigarettes. He was supposed to die. I get to be that jerk now because I don't want that kind of guilt. Anyway, nice. the, yeah, the point is, the point is, um, I believe that not only was I only one of the few times he ever came into the Magic Castle, I'm pretty sure I was the last thing he saw in the Magic Castle. So ever wow. since, the, yeah, so ever since then, and, and again, everybody's got a ghost story. This is mine. But I've gone to two different staff members and they told me this independently. Since then, they have seen Jules Lanier wandering through the halls late at night after they shut everything down. Two independent people have seen him wandering through the halls and he's on his way to the theater where I was performing the Night of the Raven. Now, yeah, right. So since then, I took a ghost tour within the Magic Castle and both of you would have loved it. And this guy's tour, uh, this tour guide, his specialty was the ghost stories of the Magic Castle. And he told me, that there was a second smoking area back in the day that you would have to pass my theater in order to access. So it's entirely possible the ghost of Jules Lanier is passing by my theater saying, screw you, magic boy, I need another cigarette. And he's going to smoke. <laughs> but I like my version of the story. He's coming to see my show. And that's my nice. ghost story, yeah. And then uh, I have one last, uh, so that's the ghost story that happened to me. But my favorite ghost story of all time is a little shorter. Uh, do we have time? Because I know. Oh, we, yeah. Right? Okay. All yeah, right. yeah. Go for so, it. So uh, you, um, you were kind enough to ask about my escape routine. And I brought up Harry. Oh, and Harry Houdini and uh, Neil Patrick Harris. So there is a Houdini seance room in the Magic Castle where um, some of your followers may know this. Harry Houdini makes a pact with his wife, Bess. And he says to his wife, look, if there's any truth to any of this crap, we're going to agree on a couple of code words right now. And the surviving spouse will conduct a seance in honor of the dead spouse to see if the dead spouse can reach us from beyond uh, for the next 10 anniversaries of the dead spouse's death. So not only does Bess wow. have to, yeah. So Houdini dies, in my opinion, under crazy mysterious circumstances on Halloween. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not cool mm -hmm. for him, but it's a cool story, especially right. for you guys. Um, yeah. So not only does Bess, his widow, have to conduct a seance for the next 10 years of her life, she also has to do it on Halloween. And they recreate it for oh my you. Gosh. Yeah. And they recreate it for you in that Houdini seance room because there was a young lawyer turned magician, a guy named William Larson, in attendance of that seance. He had a son named Milt Larson who created the Magic Castle. They literally know what that final seance was like which was conducted in Hollywood, and they reproduce it for you in that room. And it's great. So um, when the seance, Houdini seance room first started, there was one medium. Uh, today, you could get more than one medium, um, the, the plural. You guys will have to correct me on that. Uh, media, thank you. I think that's the plural of medium. I don't know. You're the school teacher. Anyway, the point is, uh, but back then, there was only one medium, and he would do it every night. And it was a huge hit. And uh, people would get up and they would applaud because they, they knew that it was more like a, an entertainment event, kind of like my haunted house calls or what I do. So they would clap and they would leave. And every night was great. Every night was a hit. But one night was different. So the seance concludes. Everybody gets up. They clap. They all leave except for a, a couple. It was like a husband and wife. 
and they stick around. And they say to this medium, oh, we, we loved it. It was great. It, we had so much fun. And the medium said, I'm, I'm really glad you had a good time. And the couple said, yeah, it was all great. But our favorite moment was the girl. Yeah, yeah, Cat knows where this is going. Cat knows where this what is going. Girl? Yeah, yeah, thank you, Cat. Thank you, Cat. And the medium just stares. Yeah, the medium just stares at them, thinking the same thing Cat's thinking. And he says, Yeah. And they said, Yeah, it was all great. We loved it all. But when that girl appeared behind you and she was reaching out towards you. No. Don't tell us how you did it. Right. And, oh my god! Right. I got goosebumps just I, now. I know. Just, yeah, no. just just telling. I wasn't even there, and just telling the story freaks me out. And the medium says to them, "Thank you for coming." And the couple leaves. <laughs> right? She didn't yeah. even correct them. Right. That was well, nice. Okay. The medium might be like, "Um, did she I, touch me?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so here here's the punchline. As you as you know, there is no girl. And his daughter died just a few days prior to this seance. But the no. co- right, but the consummate professional, one, he didn't tell anybody, and two, he still showed up for work. So he's conducting this seance, and this husband and wife independently not only see this girl, they independently describe her down to what she was wearing when she passed. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Right? And the, like, regardless of what you believe, that story is crazy. Um, A a literary critic uh, might call it uh, freaky ass. Yes? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the point is his career was never the same. He instantly took a sabbatical and I've been told he did come back once in a while for a cameo, but it was never the same for him. And not only is that my favorite ghost story, it also happened in the magic castle, the place where I get to perform once in a while. And uh, I hope you guys come out and see it. I hope you get to take a field trip. One of your uh, GoFundMe donors is is sponsors. It's just, (laughs) yeah, just going to make it rain and you guys can come out to Hollywood and check it out because you really should you would love it wow that one got me yeah that right good, good story absolutely yeah yeah and this is this is something that we always ask um all of our guests which is a do you believe in ghosts and then if the answer is yes have you always believed in ghosts or is there something that kind of confirmed it for you Really good questions, Kat. Um, So I'll try to answer them as best as I can in order. Uh, One, I'm not sure if I believe in ghosts, but that's a very good question, and I do keep an open mind because um, I I had a, a... a cat pass uh, two cats pass away within the within the quarantine and it was heartbreaking and uh they both visited me that night and uh, of course yeah and of course any psychiatrist can simply say well you simply dreamed it and there's no way i can disprove that but it reminded me um cat and i'd very much like to get you guys's opinion on this um i think if ghosts are real they could come from any kind of death so, for instance, um, the death of a of a friendship or a relationship. So, uh, for instance, um, this girl I was deeply in love with dumped me, and a friend of mine said, "She's going to visit you tonight." And sure enough, she did. I dreamed about she was sitting on the edge of my bed, and I was reaching out to her, and I, I was just losing it emotionally. And I, part of me knows that was a dream, but one, she predicted it. And two, my cats who did pass away, they visited me in the same way. Do you know what I mean? 
So yeah. I, I very I very much like to know your opinion about this. What, what exactly is the meaning of death? Can ghosts come back from different situations? Does this make sense? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a proverbial death. Right, exactly. Yeah. Along with the actual. Exactly. I'm I'm a, a strange one because I am an atheist who believes in the paranormal. And the reason for that is that I've just had way, way, way too many experiences throughout my life um, consistently to say that they don't exist because I just know better. Um, And the only way I can explain it, my theory anyway, is that everyone has energy in them. Like that's scientific. Everyone, that's what keeps your heart beating and your brain functioning and all that. So I figure... When you when your body dies, that energy has to go on. Like you yeah. can't destroy energy. It is what it is. So I just figure maybe it has conscious thought and maybe it continues on after our bodies are gone and that's how ghosts happen. And maybe it can either stay where it is and, you know, be a haunting or whatever. Or maybe it disperses into the universe and just goes its own way. I I don't know. I've never been dead before, but (laughs) that's my theory. (laughs) That that's excellent. And uh, Kat, you were talking about metaphorical death. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean to kind of bounce off what Cindy said too. You know, with with energies, when you have such an intense relationship, there's a lot of energy there too. And so that energy could also be dispersed into the world because Lord knows I've I've dreamed about my ex more times than my husband would like to know about. But, you know. No. Um, I gotta ask, what is your ex doing? What is your ex doing? What's happening? We're not that kind of podcast. Fair, okay, fair enough. Fair oh enough. my gosh. Fair enough. Girl, you are too much. So what you're telling me is your husband needs to watch this episode. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what I you're mean, saying. He has time. <laughs> All righty then. Okay. Well, on that note. <laughs> you are crazy. Um, well, thank you, Micah, for coming on the show with us crazy people. <laughs> it was it was a genuine pleasure. And Micah, remind yeah. everyone where they can find you again. Sure. It, it's the same Micah the Magician, all one word, dot com is my website. Uh, that's also my Instagram handle, Micah the Magician, all one word. And it would be a pleasure to meet your, uh, your followers because uh, you guys have just been so wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming. We're going to put those links in the show notes. So you guys, if you want to check them out, go on to the show notes and click the link and you can get hooked up with an amazing magician who knows all the magical things. And for those of you that are watching us on YouTube and get to see all of our goofy faces, the links and everything will be in their description box. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. And if you haven't already, tie that bell notification around your big toe so we can make sure you're a dead ringer. (laughs) I love it. I freaking love it. That's awesome. And Bethany and Christina, one more hello to our new patrons. Howdy. And until next time, we'll spook you later. Woo!